Whoop, whoop. Hey everyone, I'm Alex. And I'm Dallas. And it's time for us to be better. Oh, do you want to do that part? No, you got it. You got it. I wanted to do it for once, but you got it. Say it. No, you got it. And it's time for us to be better. Say it. And it's time for us to be better. Bow, bow. everyone thank you for tuning in and welcome to the show you can follow along with the podcast at it's time to be better on both facebook and instagram that's where you can reach out to us with any questions comments concerns or stories you'd like to share with us or that you think we should share to like experiences you've gone through things that i lost it but anywho welcome to the show <laughs> uh so to start us off, I want to apologize for a few things when it came to episode two. So I would like to point out that it was a last minute audible that I ended up doing the episode solo. So I had to ripped out, kind of get talking points set up and whatever for a solo episode, which is much different than being like, hey, here's our five talking points on one piece of paper and let's go. Uh, so I do want to point that out. My, I ended up recording late at night and you can hear it in my voice. Like I'm tired. It's, I'm worn out. I'm sorry. I didn't have like, there should be very much a like, Woo, let's go. Let's have some fun. Let's learn some shit. Let's all be better. And you can hear it. Like I'm tired. My energy levels are low and on the hearing me part. So, 100% my fault. I will take full responsibility for this. Well, I mean, you can't blame me. I wasn't there, but... Don't say I can't blame you, because <laughs> I can blame you. Uh, on the hearing me part, I did a couple audio runs, like test runs, like, all right, let's make sure I sound good. Let's make sure I sound decent. And when I did those audio tests, I did sound decent. I sounded fine. I was good. We were fucking solid. And then I tinkered with settings after I tested my audio and didn't test my audio again after that. And I was trying to cut out background noise. But what ended up happening is, I, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to say I was very successful in cutting out my background noise because, like, you don't hear any of it. <laughs> but I ended up cutting out my voice when I didn't speakly or speakly, Jesus, speak loudly enough. I apologize for that. The last thing that I would like to apologize for is my tone, so to speak. Um, the word arrogant was mentioned to me. And I want you to know like that, that's not my intent. That's not what I'm going for or what I was going for. It was like, I'm confident and it's a very fine line to walk between confident and arrogant. So I apologize if I came across to you as Eric. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, what, what we're looking to do is we just want to help people. And, you know, we're not experts, but we're both trying to be better ourselves, kind of help you guys along the path. And we just want all of us to be better. And 
Dallas, you actually led in beautifully. That's a beautiful segment or segue to uh, what I wanted to talk about here of like, what's the future of this podcast moving forward? And yes, the intent hasn't changed. Like we're still going to impact the world. We're going to leave our footprint. We're going to make the world a better place and remind humans what it means to be human. Like that hasn't changed. But the path moving forward, and this is where like last episode goal settings step one came into play when I was like, hey, we're talking about the feeling of being lost and all of that. Um, my game plan, and I've talked with Dallas about this briefly, but what I would like to do is from my suicide attempt that led me to, and I will say this, the best mentality as far as happiness is concerned. Um, like I said it in episode one where like I'm mentally stronger and more resilient than I've ever been, but the happiest I've been was after that first, I guess, iteration of therapy from my suicide attempt immediately after that of like, I'm climbing as far away from rock bottom as I possibly can, as quickly as I can, let's fucking go. Um, and I want to lead you all, I want you all to be able to follow the path that I took. Like what led me from, I'm going to suck start my pistol to the best I've felt in years. And that's kind of what I see for the podcast for the foreseeable future, like goal setting. I was just talking with Dallas about this of goal setting is going to take a minute. Like I've got enough content and I mentioned this last episode, like I can't, I could cover it in all or could cover all of it in one episode, but it, it's, there's a lot to go over because like, Last episode, we talked about streamlining, and that was your three lists, and we'll get into that in a minute. But I promise you there is an intent behind this. There is a purpose behind this, and I wanted to put out there like what my intent, what my purpose was as far as, like I said, I want to lead you. I want you to walk three months, six months, whatever the hell it took. Let's see. Tried to kill myself in May. That's five. So seven month journey. I'm going to lead you guys on a seven month journey that led me to the happiest point that I've been. There we go. But anywho, welcome to the show. Dallas is back looking sexier than ever. I, I know you can't see him, but I need you to take my word for it. Absolutely. And, I've been sticking true to my, my workout. Like I said, I was going to in episode one. Your so, biceps are looking that's... small, so I fucking doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Dallas and I, like, Dallas has been busy with life, very much. Like, everyone's got shit going on, I understand, fully understand. That's what led to, like I said, scheduling conflicts in episode two. Like, life happened. Yeah. That's gonna happen. Unfortunately, it does, as it does, but, but still here. Back and, Stronger than ever, sexier than ever. His biceps are looking small. I just could put a mental picture in y'all's head. Uh, <laughs> but him and I haven't really had the opportunity to talk a whole lot in the last couple of weeks. So the session, yeah, session, 
segment that we're going to move into, I like to call BS. So what this is going to be is, Dallas, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? I haven't heard from you much. What's been going on? What's new in your life? What have you been doing? What's exciting? Well, Something I mean, good you heard? Whatever. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, we've talked a little bit. So, I mean, you know, I got a lot going on, like having relationship issues, going through that, working a full-time job. I've been trying my best to stick true to my word on all of those things that I said I was going to do in episode one as far as getting more sleep, which, I mean, going from three, four hours of sleep up to six, eight hours of sleep, that's, you know, hours off your day already. Um, you know, working out, um, eating better. I know I didn't say that. I don't know if I said that or not, but, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, like I said, relationships, they're a lot of work. Um, you can't just, you know, be in a relationship and expect things to work out. It's a lot of work from both parties. And sometimes you got to work on yourself as well. It's what I'm trying to be, what I'm trying to be, <laughs> what I've been trying to do. Um, so, yeah, all, all of that just takes a lot of time. And like, I know we were going to record last week and I ended up having to uh, go to the hospital instead, which kind of sucked, but... You know, it's just one of those things you can't get around. So there's that. But other than that, there's not a whole lot new. Just uh, trying to put all of that together when you go from just living an everyday bland life and then you're trying to do everything all at once. Sometimes it can get a little jumbled in there. Trying to stay strong through it, though. Um, and so far, like, you know, like you said, I'm back sexier than ever, ready to go. Right. Yeah, what's and new with you? I, real quick, I'm going to talk on a few points that you brought up, and I don't disagree with anything that he brought up. So one point that I wanted to bring up is relationships. And you said it. Relationships require effort from both parties. Uh, and it's when you get, like, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this in the first episode or not. It might've been the last, like when I was doing this with my uncle, but like my ex left me after I hit rock bottom and understand that it was a hundred percent because like I wasn't putting any effort in any way, shape or form into the relationship. Like Ida left me too. Understand. I do not blame her in any way, shape or form. I would have left me too. Relationships take effort from both parties. Um, the next part that I wanted to make a point on is when you said, sometimes you got to work on yourself. And that does go back to episode one when I said, you can't help anybody until you help yourself. If you're not yeah. good, you're going to take it out on everybody that you interact with. Yeah, actually, um, when I was in the army and I talked to the chaplain one time in like a therapy session he told me that but he told me like you know how in airplanes when the plane's going down and the gas mask comes on and the the stewardess always or steward they always tell you put on your own mask before you try to help anyone else i mean it's essentially the same thing through life i mean i like that analogy yeah that's something that stuck with me since then i, I like it a lot too that's a that's a good analogy so yeah those are the two points i wanted to bring up on what you just said um, so what's new with me? Uh, Holtz regressed. 
that's been a giant like like I said, he's a little over a year old. I got him in April and he was 10 months old at the time. So we're in what, July, end of July. So April, May, June. So he's a year and a little over a month. But he's regressed. And part of the problem that comes into play with that, like I knew he was going to be a lot of work when I got him, but it's like... It's like having a child. And yes, I understand a human <laughs> baby and a puppy are two different things. I do. Um, but there's different difficulties that come with each. But the, like, he has a problem. And understand, German Shepherds don't fully mature until three years. He's in his teenage years right now, which a lot of people refer to as the Velociraptor years. <laughs> I do too, because I I understand. He's a shithead. He doesn't want to listen. He doesn't, like, he's a fucking teenager. But like he does something wrong and then I have to get after him and he gets mad at me for getting after him because he did something wrong. And then he acts up more, which causes me to have to get after him more. And it just starts this cycle of you're being a shithead and doing what you know you're not supposed to be doing. I have to get after you. And then because you're mad at me for getting after you, you start acting up more like it is straight up like having a teenager. And he's regressed a lot. Like we went on a walk the other day. He saw a dog and I thought we were past this of, we got to the point where like, he'd see another dog, he'd go ape shit or bark once. And I'd be like, nope, sit. And he would sit and he'd be fine. And he would watch the dog go by. And we saw a dog the other day and I could not control him. It was back to the completely and utterly uncontrollable puppy that I originally adopted. That's been stupid fucking annoying <laughs> um and part of that does come down to it's been like he's a german shepherd he's got a very thick coat and when it's 85 degrees plus outside he can only be outside for 15 minutes before it can hurt him and like probably could be outside a little longer than that but what i read online was 15 minutes over 85 degrees or they can get heat stroke they can get blah 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 yeah. carry on and if he had his way, I'd walk him literally nonstop every single day to every single square inch of the fucking world. <laughs> and when he doesn't get that, he starts acting up. But he hasn't been able to go on a lot of long walks lately because it's been so warm. Slash air quality has been shit. I'm in Minnesota and I'm getting a big, I'm getting a big blunt of the Canadian wildfires. And like, not just for him, like it hurts. It's hard for me to breathe in that shit. I definitely notice a difference in how I feel based on air quality for the day. Um, other than that, I can't really think of a whole lot. Sold, well, yeah. sold a Pokemon card to pay my mortgage for the month. Which, if any of you <laughs> have Pokemon cards out there, like first editions, like the original 1999 release, you got any of those? They're worth significantly more than you think i um saw a video so not to cut you off i saw a video <laughs> this is relevant to pokemon cards i guess but not relevant to anything else but i saw a video there was uh somebody in, like in japan i think it was that had won a contest back in like 1993 or something so they actually had a pokemon card made of them or i think it was them like they were featured on a pokemon card 
and the, that card was thought to be lost for forever. I guess somebody found it eventually after they put like an ad out for it and ended up selling for like $270,000. Not that any of you, anyone out there has that card except for that one person, but you know. Well, we so I, was, I was talking to Tom and I'll say first names because it's not what he, eh, not what he goes by. So good luck identifying him. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to Tom and he was like, yeah, this guy. And he mentioned some guy that I've never fucking heard of, but he's younger than me and I'm not up to date with celebrities. Uh, but he was like, yeah, this guy bought a first edition hollow Charizard for $2.2 million. And that guy did hundred percent. And he wears it around his neck as a necklace. But <laughs> that also took, if you look like that took the value of Pokemon cards from like, I just sold a first edition Hollow Dragonite for fifteen hundred bucks. That card was worth like sixty bucks prior to him doing that. It's worth what people were willing to pay for it. Just gonna put that out yeah. there. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Any of you want to buy a first edition Pokemon <laughs> cards for two point two million dollars from me? Like, let me know. I'm. I'll give it to you. I'm all about it. Other than that, not a whole lot's been new. I went through, uh, my grandma had a bunch of old pennies that I went through that I was, like, I unintentionally became a coin collector. Uh, <laughs> just looking for, like, it's kind of fun. Like, you're looking through pocket change trying to find that lottery ticket, I guess, yeah. or that lottery winner. Like, yeah. you can come across coins, like, I have, of my pennies, I've got three that are worth about $300 a piece. I've got, it's three, my total collection is 308 pennies and they're worth 800 and like $807 without them being graded. Yeah. But those three not being graded are worth 20 bucks a pop versus 300. Uh, yeah. And you and I were talking about that. You can make money doing literally anything. Just a matter of figuring out how take a dollar and, go to the store get a dollar's worth of pennies yeah like i actually well today i just went to uh the gas station and like the powerball is over a billion like i, oh, I couldn't help oh. myself <laughs> I, I, I bought a ticket and i'm sorry for everyone else out. i bought the winning ticket um but I ended up getting a little bit of change. Like I got a dive Mountain Dew to go with it, but I ended up getting some change and I went through it and I came across a nickel from 1932, something like that. It was the first year they released nickels yeah. and it's not in perfect condition, but it's still worth like 20 bucks. It's worth a nickel to me, but it's worth like 20 bucks. No, that just makes me like question how much money I've actually held in my hands with just like old pennies and nickels and whatnot like yeah it was five cents to me at the time but if i would have like paid any attention or knew what i was looking for it could have been worth a lot more exactly like it's this is what made me become a like they're all the pennies i have are worth a penny to me 100 percent. no effect <laughs> like they have no sentimental value my pokemon cards have sentimental value and that's where it'll be hard to get rid of those when i do but yeah like those pennies are worth a penny to me but People collect all, they collect stamps, they collect pennies, quarters, like coins are 
Well, and we're going to go into one of my beliefs of I believe that crypto, even though, never mind, not going into that. I believe that crypto <laughs> is the future of money. I think that crypto will be the one currency that runs throughout the planet. Now, understand, this is not financial advice. This is not like that's just my personal belief. And I do think the world would function significantly smoother if we ran on one single currency. But the problem that crypto is, is same concept of going back to 1920 when the stock market released. And yes, I understand it wasn't 1920. It was like 24. But that's where we're at with crypto. It's just a new stock market. It's extremely volatile. It's going to fucking vary a lot. And everything's based off of Bitcoin at this point. But I... And understand this is not financial advice. This is my belief. You try to sue me, I promise you I'm going to win. Um, <laughs> but I think that a big dick competition is coming up between the countries to own the most Bitcoin because they'll be able to dictate the price of Bitcoin at that point. Just my belief. Understand that. 100% my belief, not financial advice. But anywho, yeah, that's kind of what's been going on in my life. Yeah. Um, nothing too terribly exciting. But you got anything else new with you, Mr. Dallas? I got nothing. I got okay. nothing. Well, then, move let's to the move check into in. our check-in. Yeah. All right. And for those of you that didn't listen to episode one or two, because obviously you hate us, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah why uh, else go back and listen right now yeah no other reason if you hate <laughs> us that's that's why you didn't listen to episode one or two um what the check-in is is it's just taking a mental snapshot of where you're currently sitting how you're doing it's just to get you and this is a cognitive behavioral therapy tool that is the point behind this is to get you to acknowledge where you currently at think too much of it don't look too much into it don't read too much into it if you're freaking sitting at a one in all categories just acknowledge that just okay that's where i'm sitting plus side for you a lot of low-hanging fruit you can freaking turn those into twos pretty fucking easy but i did a lot of or not did a lot of i spent a lot of time diving into what i thought the key to happiness was and i came down to and we're going to go in, like, I'm going to go through my process, like I said, the seven-month process of what led me from rock bottom to the happiest I've been in a while. And we'll dive into it at some point, and this will have to have a video because I need, I got visuals to explain, but what I dialed into the key of happiness. But the main three aspects of it were mental, physical, and spiritual. So since I'm talking, I'm going to keep going. Uh, yep. mentally I'm doing, let's say I'm at about a six, like doing all right. Um, been, I don't know, been learning, been like, Colt's been a big factor in, I had, uh, why that I, number's not higher. Yeah. I had to take him to the vet last week because he was like, I'm going to dig in the trash and upset the Frickin', oh, what is it? The, uh, I want to say biological, that's not right. 
bacterial, there we go, ah. bacterial uh, balance in his gut because he ate a bunch of shit he wasn't supposed to eat. They gave him some probiotics and whatnot. Yeah, gave him probiotics, gave him antibiotics, basically removed the bad, replaced the good. Yeah. Um, but that was also a $200 expense that I was not ready for. So then I had to adjust for that. And then he's been being the biggest baby on the planet. <laughs> it's been a lot. Uh, physically, not bad. I'd say that's at about a six. And part of that's on me. Um, part of that, like I said, does come down to, like, I, I take Colt on walks every day, but when it's stupid hot outside, we can't go on long walks. And that is part of my get up and move, get up and be active regimen. So, like, my body could feel better than it does. And like I said, that is on me. Spiritually, I'm actually doing pretty good in that aspect. I'll say that's at like a seven or eight. And it goes back to like, I'm taking steps to be better. I'm taking steps to advance myself. I'm taking steps to learn more, to try to help humanity, which is, like I said in episode one, something that I enjoy doing. Doing pretty good. I'll say that's at like a seven or an eight. So, like I said, acknowledge it, take a note of where you're at, take a screenshot. That's my check-in, six, six, seven slash eight. So we'll go 7.5. 7.5, okay. Mr. Dallas, let's go to your check-in. Yeah. All right. Um, before I go to my check-in, I just want to say you're, you're physical. I mean, you're looking kind of weak over there. I can see you on the camera there. So, uh, in all fairness, I have a 90% torn rotator cuff in my left arm, and I yeah, still have bigger biceps than you. So, What does that say about your right arm? Looking like SpongeBob. Um, I almost said something very inappropriate, <laughs> but this is supposed to be a semi-family show. Um, for my check-in, uh, let's go mental. Mentally, it's been a rough couple weeks with everything that's been going on. and trying to stay strong at this point. How I am right this second, I'd say I'm probably about a six, honestly. Um, just tired mentally. I've had a lot going on, obviously, like I've been saying. But, yeah, I think I'm at about six. Physically, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I'm a little sore and a little bit tired just with what's been going on. I haven't been able to... Get as much sleep as I've wanted to. Some nights I've been up a little later than I've wanted to be. Um, and then still trying to maintain that getting up at the same time, uh, regardless of what time I go to sleep, uh, to keep my day or my morning schedule the same. So I'm a little tired. I'd say I'm still probably a good seven, maybe even eight. I'll go seven and a half on, on physical. Um, spiritual, I you know, every time I think of how I'm doing spiritually, I think about all these steps that I'm taking to make myself better and to try to make the world better. And I can't help but just bump that number up to like a nine. I just, for, I don't want to say the first time in my life, but like these are by far the biggest steps I've taken to try to make myself better and actually make an impact on the world. And it's just done amazing for my 
spiritual well-being. So I'm I'm going to stick with a nine on that. I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Happy to hear that. Um, one thing that you pointed out is keeping the same wake up time. And I do stand, I said it in episode one, I do stand by it of that's the best way to reset your sleep schedule to actually get on a consistent schedule is to make sure that you wake up at the same exact time every single day. Yeah. And it's been a lot easier. I mean, I'm not going to say every morning I've, yeah, sorry to cut you off. I'm not going to say every morning I've woken up and, you know, I'm feeling great, but waking up at, you know, 6.30, well, you, I, I wake up at 6 and by 6.30, I'm out of bed. Sometimes I give myself a little bit of time to just, you know, kind of lay there, but having that same routine of I'm waking up, I feel a lot better in the morning. Even even if I am more tired, sometimes I feel a lot better. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to like, your body is going to tell you what it needs, and that comes down to like I'm a certified nutritionist. I like I'm a very big believer in eat what you want to eat because your body is usually telling you like that sounds good. Like when I crave a like sugary pop, that usually tells me that my blood sugar eh, blood sugar is low. Like eat what you want to eat, but understand like don't. Uh, you say a dangerous word there, Alex. I bear. I need to clarify. <laughs> I do. I want to eat a tree. That's good fiber. I bet you poop great for a week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but eat what you want to eat like a that is one thing like when it comes to being happy i'm very much a believer in like eat what sounds good eat what you want to eat like food releases dopamine in the brain and high sugar high fat foods do that as well understand that there's still parameters within this i'm not giving you nutritional advice being like he said i should eat what i eat and i'm gonna eat a pound and a half of meatloaf, six pounds of potatoes, and a bunch of carrots. No, not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying eat what sounds good to you, but it's also eat. You got to very much eat the calorie intake that you're supposed to have. When it comes to like keto, when it comes to like keto is good in its own variety, its own form. Like entering a state of ketosis can be good for the body. Don't hear what I'm not saying there, but don't stay in it forever because entering a state of ketosis, your body starts to eat your own fat. That's how you can lose weight. I got to fucking explain this. God bless America. Um, Alex, what you're, what you're trying to say is just basically follow your cravings. Like your body is going to tell you what it wants. Follow your cravings. Yes, but I also like I'm very much on the nutritional side of this of the keto diet just give me a moment go for one moment like we're gonna give me a minute and i'll explain this entering a state of ketosis is fine just don't stay in a state of ketosis because then it ends up being detrimental and because once you run out of fat for your body to eat it's going to start eating muscle the next part of this that i want to bring into play is gluten allergies i am a like if there is any gluten intolerant person out there that is willing to take me up on this offer i Fully believe 
that if I made you sourdough bread the original way from scratch, like I leave flour and water and fruit sit on my counter to make the batter for this stuff, create yeast to get the natural yeast that's throughout the air to make this bread. If I use actual flour, not processed, not bleach, you could 100% eat that without feeling sick. What I think our gluten allergy is comes from the fact that our shit, and it goes to, I'm going to use Wonder Bread as an example. Sorry, Wonder Bread. But <laughs> Wonder Bread, if you're unaware of this, they basically were like, we're going to make the cheapest bread fucking possible. And they took all of the nutritional value out of the bread. And they were like, oh, this has absolutely no nutritional value. Well, let's put a bunch back in there. I believe that what causes gluten allergy is that everything that we eat in America in particular, like I know Italy has a very strict law against this of no processed shit, but what we eat in America in particular is so processed that our bodies don't know how to process it. And that's what causes these allergies. Anyway, very much you want to lose weight, you eat less calories than you burn in a day. That's all you need to do. 100%, that's all you need to do. 50 less calories than you burn in a day, you will lose one pound per week. You don't need to do anything fancy. It doesn't need to be complicated. Go get your metabolic rate tested and just take in 50 less calories than that, and you'll be fine. Eat more natural than processed. Alex's nutritional advice for the day. This podcast is meant to help Dallas. We're going to talk about everything, not just mental health. I guess, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Good information. So with that, I'll get off my rant. Uh, we'll move into accountability. And Dallas, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Yeah, I mean, since I you covered it a little bit on your own um, next <laughs> uh, or last episode, so... Accountability for me, um, what were my goals? Let me find real quick. It was, I said I was going to continue to do Spanish every day, learn Spanish. So for that one, I'm going to go from now until, well, from that first week until now. I was great. I had a 10-day streak going on, and then I broke it, and it's been, with everything else going on in my life, it's been probably three or four days since I've been able to continue with that, so I did good for a while. Technically, if I was on week two, you know, I would have cleared that, but, you know, things didn't work out. Um, my other one was I wanted to work out, what was that, four days a week? Um, so actually, that one I have 100% been doing. I've been working out almost every day. Um, I know that first week I missed one day and this last week I've missed two days. So I'm actually ahead of the curve on that one. And then my last one was that I wanted to get enough sleep, get six hours of sleep. Um, so for that one, unfortunately, because of, like I said before, just everything that's been going on. I haven't been able to stick true to that one. So if we're, where are we going to cut this line, Alex? Are we going where I should have been at week two? Or are we going from there to now and we're just going to carry over two weeks of stuff? 
that 100% comes down to your decision. Like, I had different goals for last week. Um, you, everyone heard your goals week one. So it, like, technically the parameter was one yeah. week worth of that. But I, I guess so. I am going to say that if you didn't have new goals come week two to week three, then we should carry those through. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. We'll, we'll carry them through. So I failed two out of my three. The only one I did consistently or two, what I said I was going to um, was uh, four days of working out or doing yoga or something good for my body there. Um, I missed the last couple of days doing Spanish and why? It's 15 minutes a day. You can do anything in 15 minutes, Mr. Dallas. I really know it is. And, you know, honestly, it just, I even have a reminder, like Duolingo sends me a little reminder. Hey, you want to spend the next 15 minutes learning some Spanish? And like, yeah, I do. But I also, you know, I'm just not feeling it. So Fair enough. I like to do it like when I was doing construction, I had pretty consistently an hour drive to work. Yeah. Um, and that's when I'd be like, all right, I'm going to listen to the episode I listened to yesterday and then the next one. And gave me a refresher and it gave me the, like, hey, here's what's new to learn. Yeah. But also understand that, like I said, in episode, I'm not fluent in Italian, not by any means. I can get around. But one way that I did it was, I guess, multitasking of instead of listening to the radio on the way to work and back, I'd be like, all right, let's yeah. spend 15 minutes learning Italian. Well, I mean, that would be fine and dandy, but I only have like a seven minute drive to work. So by the time I boot it up and it says, hola, I'm probably at work already. So, well, then <laughs> eight minutes sooner for work. Um, but actually one thing I, I didn't really think of doing. Um, so like earlier I went, I went and got my hair cut earlier. And like I said, looking sexier had, than ever. <laughs> they had uh, NCIS on the TV there, but they had Spanish subtitles on. And I actually kind of surprised myself a little bit with how much I, even over the last 10 days. And of course, I took three years of Spanish in high school. That was forever ago. But how much I actually understood of the subtitles kind of surprised myself a little bit. Like I was I, by no means could I tell what every single word was and like keep up with the conversations. But like I had the general idea of what was going on. So you're describing my Italian level very well. <laughs> like, like I said, I can hundred percent, I can order myself red wine. I can order myself white wine. I can ask where, like, I can tell you like, this is, uh, Maybe I can't. I was about to say it in Italian. Yeah, apparently it's not like like I I I need a refresher. I was gonna say that I could ask you like this is where my hotel is, this is where I'm staying. I need a ride there and I'm Plaza is the only word that's coming to mind. I mean square. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I get I I need a refresher. Yeah. Learning another Sounds language bigger. is not an easy thing, and it's like you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. But once you start 100%. using it again, you're like, oh yeah, I remember. 
probably refresh myself on Italian. Dallas, let's take a trip to Italy. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm down. Definitely down. All right. Let's, uh, let's figure it out and make it happen. All right. We'll add that so, to our accountability. accountability for you, Alex. I don't know All if right, you're trying so... to skip out on that, but... No. Um, writing out my lists. Like, I, all right. So last episode, writing out my lists, I had four. Writing out my lists, doing yoga four times, meditating four times, working out slash physical therapy four times. Writing out my lists. Straight up didn't happen. Uh, not even, like, a little bit. And that's... I, I don't have an excuse for that. Like it hundred percent. That's purely on me. I have every intention of doing it. Like, uh, but the other part that I would like, like semi justification is that I have already done this and I was thinking about it and the same, and we'll go into it. Actually, we don't go into it in this episode. We go into, into it next episode, but the same things that I picked out next episode were the same things that stood true from my original lists and so i didn't like there wasn't anything new that is going to be my justification i do still fully intend on like i'm going to write out my list i'm going to do the exercise that i mentioned or talk about in this episode but i did not do them last week that's 100 percent on me yoga four times not quite needed four um didn't get there yeah that is what it is meditation <laughs> times four that i did do uh physical therapy times four that i did do as well so of my four i did two of four um like i said yoga missed once writing out my list still in on my to-do list i just didn't get around to it. It'll happen. I have to do that. Like I want to reset my goals from square one. I want to go through this whole process from the beginning again to find that motivation and my reasoning for moving forward. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Let's break the fourth wall. And Anywho. I just want to say anyone out there that's, you know, making your own list, holding your holding yourself accountable. Don't be too hard on yourself. Um, you know, me just talking about my list, like I worked out, I, I hit my workout goal. I didn't hit my sleep goal, but I mean, my me not hitting my sleep goal now is still a hell of a lot better than where I was at a couple weeks ago. So, And that's yeah. one thing that I brought up last episode and yeah, it got cut out, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Setting goals, like this is also back to episode one when I said that your goals should be so astronomically high that even you laugh at them is, well, like I said, I set the goal for yoga four times this week. I did three. I was okay with that. Like, yes, I wanted to do four, just didn't get around to it, but three was close enough and I was okay with that being my number. If you set your goals at, like if I set my goal at one yoga, and I did zero. That's eh, still close enough. <laughs> but that not... my, but you get what I'm, I'm gonna, saying I'm gonna... there. Yeah. But yeah, that's where I, like I said, set your goals so 
fucking ridiculously high that even you laugh at them. Like, we'll go into it in later episodes of, like I said, goal setting is going to take a minute because I got to, well, back to last episode, I got to change the way that you think and it's reversing repression. It's getting you to dream again. And with that, that's actually a very good transition. And Dallas, do you have anything before we transition into the next segment? Well, no, all I want to say is, um, so you're saying you or we got to change how they think. But, you know, at the end of the day, I know this was something like we've had multiple conversations about like this kind of stuff before. At the end of the day, like we can't change how anyone thinks. They have to do the changing on their own. They have to be accepting of it. Um, so I just want to say that to anyone that's listening out there, like you can listen to us every day, you can do whatever, but you have to be the one to take those steps, um, say, you know what, it's time for me to change. Let's do this. And, you know, a good first step is, you know, like listening to our podcast, doing all this kind of stuff, um, getting information, information helps a lot, but yeah, that's really it. If you want to change, it starts with you. Very it much starts agree. with me. Very much agree with that. And actually, we're going to. So I got a little inspired and I wrote up some stuff. And I actually do talk about that. And I did bring it up last episode of like, I guess, along those lines, when I said that if you're not making the amount of money you want to make, it's not your boss's fault. It comes down to you. Like 100%. It comes down to like, I still dip for example i've quit in the past and i know that i'm better off in the past both like it's nine dollars a can like understand that seven dollars of that nine dollars is taxes gotta love that they tax the alcohol tobacco and fatty foods but you know let them do them uh <laughs> but i still dip and i could quit at any point but i don't want to it's the same concept back to episode one when I said no more than two drinks a day when I said that, like, I don't want to quit drinking. Like, I'm okay drinking. I just am not okay with the fact that my general tendency is I start and then I have another and then I have another and then I have another and I drink so much until I can't fucking walk and I pass out. Like, I'm not okay with that because I don't want to wake up hungover. Like, Interfering with my next day, that's where I draw the line. I like to be productive. And feeling like shit makes it hard to be productive. <laughs> that's but very true. The other, I guess, the last point that I want to, that kind of sparked a thought in my mind that Dallas brought up is back to the speech by John Taffer that I said last episode of, I'm not here to tell you, do this, don't do that, don't do that, do this. Like, I'm, I am here to change the way you think. And it, as, like, that's... What I am doing with this is, like I said, I'm leading you through my journey through the seven months of I wanted to suck start my pistol to I'm feeling fantastic. And the only way that I was able to do that is I had to change my mentality. I had to become more mentally resilient and I had to become mentally stronger. I apologize if me saying that I want to change the way you think comes across as like, that's super arrogant and I'm not thinking right. And he thinks he's better. That's not what I'm saying at all. 
I'm just trying to like, well, actually, you know what? There we go. Beautiful transition. So last week I gave you all homework and the homework was writing out your three lists of having, being, and doing. And the purpose of that exercise was to get you to start dreaming again. To get you to remember what your dreams are. Like, I personally believe that life beats us into submission and people stop dreaming. Like, they tend to settle for, and I'm very much guilty of it, the life that's in front of them because it's significantly easier to settle than it is to go after your dreams and continue to fail and fail and fail going after your dreams. Like people don't like rejection. Like I don't, I'm very much against it. I don't like failing. It is a, I, ugh, Dallas can attest to this. Like when I play soul caliber against him and just fist him every single time we play, like he gets very frustrated and doesn't want to play video games with me. I will say that I am very much the same way, even though, that statement about Soul Calibur was not true whatsoever. Neither, not that game, not Mortal Kombat. Really, none of the games except for what golf. Um, you kick my ass in golf. Hang on, hang one. on. I'm gonna put this out there, ladies and gents. That, like, I want to play Xbox with Dallas, so I play games that he's willing to play, and he won't take me on at Madden. In all fairness, like yeah, that's fair. But I'm gonna fist you at Madden, golf was a game that you gave up on after the second round. I literally didn't. First-person shooters, you got me. 100%, you got me. But I'm going to point Big out time. that I would not, like... Big time. And I'm going to ask you this, though. When it comes to, like, 2v2, when it's me and you, would you? is there anybody else you'd rather have as a partner than me? Absolutely not. And it comes to, like, we don't need to communicate. We don't need to talk. Like, we know... I don't know. Him and I work very, very well when it comes to being on the same side when it comes to first-person shooters. Fighting games, what I fucking love about them is the fact that, like, Soul Calibur, I will say that you win 55 and I win 45. Like, you do yeah. beat me more than I beat you. It is much closer. Close enough that, like, I don't like losing, and that drives me every single time to be like, alright, yeah. fucking go again. Let's go. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> kick your ass this time. Mortal Kombat, not the, like Mortal Kombat, you, I am not good at that anymore. Or some, like I'm getting worse at video games the older I get, and that's. <laughs> but I feel the same way too, honestly. Like I, I still try to play Call of Duty every once in a while, and I just get absolutely crapped on. I'm like, I gotta, I cannot play that game anymore. I played one game of Madden earlier today, and going like, so. After the first quarter, if you're losing by 21 points, the game asks you if you want to quit. Now, understand that I came back to win this game 28-21. But I threw two interceptions, and he scored a touchdown all three times he had the ball in the first quarter. Didn't score a touchdown after that. Didn't score a single point after that. And mind you, part of that, he shanked a kick. He should have had, It should have been 24-28 at the end of the game. He shanked a 20-year-old, or 20-year-old, 20-yard field goal. <laughs> he shanked a 20-year-old. He might have. I don't know who it was. Uh, but, no, it's, uh, like, I haven't played video games in a hot minute, and I, like, it took a second to get back to same concept as Italian-Spanish. Like, takes a second to remember the wheels to the bike. But, yeah, I can't yeah. pick up a... 
controller and play like I used to play. It just doesn't yeah. work the same. Um, but back to yeah, we like, got way we got way off topic there, but I'm okay with that. Uh but like what I had said before we went on our side chan eh, side tangent is you're gonna fail, you're gonna fail, you're gonna fail. But if you don't quit, if you refuse to give up, eventually you're going to succeed. And that's the thing. Like I said, back to like the point of that exercise was to get you to start dreaming again, to get you back to that, ooh, I want this. I want to go do this. This is what I want to do. Instead of like, like I said, settling for what's in front this of This is life. Yeah. Yeah. This like, is my life. Okay. I said it last episode. Experiences are the best thing you can spend your money on, hands down, bar none. Like, I know there's shit you want to go out there and experience. Why aren't you going after it is my question for you. And with that, we're going to do a speech from Rocky. Did one from John Taffer last week. I'm going to do a speech by Rocky this week. And the thought that came to mind, like I said, is leading you from rock bottom to best I've been happy wise for a while is I'm talking to me a few years ago here with this speech. So buckle up and see if I can do this without tongue twisting myself this time. Um, but like I said, talking to me, like I could go back in time and talk to myself. This is almost the exact, well, this probably is the exact speech I would say because second one that I really got introduced to. So Somewhere along the line, you change. You've stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame. Like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits. And not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Rocky Balboa. And it's time for you to start dreaming again. It's time to start believing in yourself again. It's time to step out of the darkness and back into the light. Remember that there is good in life and to start living the life that you want to live. I, I know it isn't easy. I'm aware of that. But I also know firsthand that you are capable of digging yourself out of whatever situation. You're in. One step at a time, you can climb out of the hole and toward your dream life. One step at a time, you can move forward. Put the brakes on and stop moving backward. You can do it. I know you can. It's just a matter of getting to work. You solve one problem, and then you solve the next. 
Stop running from your problems and get to work. Stop complaining about your circumstances and get to work on fixing them. Enough feeling sorry for yourself, enough being a victim. Get up like your life depends on it because it does. You are the author of your life. And what you're going through is only one chapter to your book. You're the one writing your story. And the nice part about that is you're the one who gets to decide how your story ends. Will you be the victim or the victor? It's up to you. You know, Alex, one thing about what you just said that really hit with me is, oh, man, I, whenever I got to my lowest point there, it wasn't a choice of do I want to, or like, am I going to stop moving backwards? Or I'm going to move forward. I couldn't go any further backwards. I had to move forward. I had no choice. And, you know, one thing I think that we both want for everyone in here is that they don't get to that point where it's either you have to move forward or, you know, that's just it. Like either your life ends or you move forward. Like that's a terrible place to be. Um, so I, I know I'm speaking for you, you on this as well, but we want to help all of you guys before you get to that point. Start moving forward now before you get to that point. If I could tell myself, go back, tell myself that, you know, I would 100% do that. I'm going to, A, I'm putting this out there. Next week, you're writing a letter to yourself at rock bottom. Yeah. All right. I like that. Um. And I 100% agree with what you were saying. I don't want anybody to get to the point of the only thing that stops them is the fact that they're gun jammed. I don't. And if I can prevent that, that's what I'm going to do. You can put the brakes on your life moving backward at any point. It is your decision. 100% it is your decision. Just like I said, like I, I understand. I know full well that it is fucking hard. I didn't no. do it until, 100%. like I said, I hit rock bottom. That's what made me like, I need to go get help and whatever. But it, I could have stopped at any point in there. I could have stopped drinking. I could have stopped smoking. I could have decided, all right, we're going to start working out now. I, no more alcohol. I can't handle it right now. We're going to start eating better. We're going to start focusing on our relationship. We're going to start being better. We're going to start taking steps to improve ourselves. I could have done that at any fucking point throughout my downward spiral my downward spiral was about a i'd say a five-ish month period six-ish month period um that it took me to get to that point like i was good before that and then it, it i'd say it was about a six-month period that i spiraled downward ballpark but yeah like i said could have stopped at any point during that and that's what i'm advising you guys to do So, yeah, uh, this is turning very preachy, but good words. I mean, I like it. I think it's it's information I would have wanted to hear whenever I was in the position I was in, I guess. Anytime before that. Fair enough. All... Hey, back to, I don't like motivational videos. They don't do anything for me. Um, 
I've said this to Dallas several times over, and I get it. Like, they're not for everybody, 100%. I understand everybody's they're like, really where, like, when my uncle and I were doing this, we made it a point to say that, like, what works for me may not work for you, and what worked for him may not work for me. I fully understand that everybody's different. Everyone's going to take a slightly different path, but there's a motivational video and off the top of my, or motivational speech and off the top of my head, I don't know who it was, but cliff notes summary version of that is I listen to motivational videos and they don't do anything for me. What did you think a magic genie was going to come out of your and just magically appear in your life and wave a wand and oh you got everything you want no it's if you have it comes down to your intent like if your intent when listening to motivational speeches is to get motivated you will get motivated it uh, I had I listened to this recently would have been much easier to pull up but that's kind of the cliff notes of like what's behind it like they I'm not saying every single one is great. Don't hear, like, we're going to go into a fragment of uh, Eric Thomas, PhD's, one of his motivational speeches here, and he's got a book, uh, UOU. You get to hear his story of, like, my life fucking sucked, and now I'm where I want to be. Here's how I did it. You can fucking do it, too. It is a great book, and Eric Thomas is... Like, very motivational to me, very much so. But not all of them are great. Like, I've heard some of them that are, like, I get halfway through them, and I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's, I don't know. There's some of them that do suck, but there is a lot of them out there, and it's not necessarily the, like not every motivational speech, every single word hits me of like, yeah, I believe in that. But there's usually a part that sticks out in my brain from motivational speeches of like that resonates with me for some reason. And yeah, I, yeah, let's fucking go. I get it. Let's get after that. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's like I said, may not be your thing, but I did say this to Dallas of pretend like it's me talking to you might help i don't think it has helped him but it has i mean i like the motivational speeches like you send me some of the ones i try to listen to you know some of them are all right there's been a couple that i that i've listened to and have actually pumped me up um most of the time though it's like just stuff you say to me honestly so and yeah in all I mean, fairness, I don't you're know. My biggest can you hear my audio right now? Yeah, I can. You're cutting out you can real hear bad. Me. But uh, in, in all fairness, like, you've gotten a lot of bits and pieces of motivational speeches from me. Like, the shit that stood out to me, and actually you and I were talking about this, of, I mentioned it in episode one, where I, as soon as Dallas hit rock bottom, I was on a plane down there to help them out but the other problem that i had is like i the analogy i used with him is that i tried like picturing a car battery right car battery's dead dallas is out of spirit he's broken doesn't want to 
continue. And this isn't a knock on him in any way, like where I was, where I came up with those words. But I tried to jumpstart his battery instead of charging it. And what I mean by that is like, I tried, instead of explaining the entire process that I went through, and this actually came into account when it came to laying out these episodes, but instead of explaining absolutely everything that I went to, I tried to give him the bullet points. And don't get me wrong, it did help him, but it didn't give him the full experience, the full picture of self-discovery, self-development, self-improvement. It gave him snippets of it. Colt just, oh my God. <laughs> oh my god holy shit dog so jesus colt just farted and that smells like death dude that smells like burnt popcorn baby <laughs> poop what the heck wow i don't remember what i was saying i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen i really like i'm sorry Wow, that stinks. Oh my God. Um, I know you're going along the line, so if you gave me bits and pieces and... Oh, yeah. They're... Yeah, don't climb. You don't... Oh, my God. Buddy. Buddy. Hi. I know no, you I got a stinky butt. <laughs> I know you got a stinky butt. But your tummy's better now? So, Jesus, you stink. Oh, my God. It's, like, trapped under my desk. <laughs> All right, I uh, I'm gonna open the window. I apologize. Like, if we hear cars rolling by throughout the rest of this recording, I apologize, ladies and gents. But that smells so bad. Dog farts are the worst. My grandparents used to have a uh, cocker spaniel that its farts would set off the smoke detector. No. <laughs> I have never heard of anything like that. It's uh, it was a dog. Like the first cocker spaniel that I remember from them is Izzy was just this mean like Izzy's the one that taught me you don't stick your face in the dog's food you don't stick your face by a dog's face like Izzy was not a very nice dog as far as I'm gonna play well with others yeah but this dog was prior to that like I want to say this was from when like my mom was still a child but anyway all right now that we got like wow way off topic anyway well actually not I'm not gonna say off topic, but off. I gotta say, dog farts wasn't part of the topic um, that we were discussing. Obviously, so you're not reading did. episode three script. And also, I'm gonna put this out there, ladies and gents. Like when I say script, right? Uh, what I mean by that is like we write out. Okay, these are the segments we're doing, and these are my talking points. Very similar to if you were gonna do a PowerPoint presentation. And obviously Dallas isn't looking at it because I was like, Colt farts here. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, oh, also with that, when I say edit, what I do with editing is I've been trying to figure out a soundboard and I've been watching YouTube video back to like video games. I can't pick them up as easily as I used to. Technology is the same way. Like I have to watch YouTube videos on how to use my phone. Like it's capable of so much more than like I use my phone for calling and well, I'm going to say texting, but Snapchat, but like, if I can do that with a flip phone, like that's all I need. I don't need anything else than that, but yeah, I just got a new phone and I 
gave up on setting it up. I'm like, it's going to call in text and Snapchat. That's, that's what it does. Uh, but when it comes to editing, like I've been trying to figure out a soundboard for like, I want a sound for each segment for all of this. And it's just not working. The software that I'm trying to use has been updated more recently than the YouTube videos that I can find. Uh, but when I say editing, all I do is I put in the intro song. That's the extent of any, I haven't cut anything out of any episode so far. And I don't intend to, because I want you guys to know that we're just being real. I want you to have the unedited, uncut, real talk conversation of, we are just being down to earth and trying to have a conversation with you and explain like what helps us in hopes that it will help you. Yeah. Look, that being said, also, if I know we kind of, you kind of said it at the beginning of the episode, if you guys have any suggestions any help with the soundboard, um, audio quality, any suggestions on anything to better the podcast, you know, feel free to let us know about it. That's, yeah, please. If you can tell me how to do this shit without <laughs> me having to spend hours and hours of my time trying to figure it out, please do. Like, it's time to be better. Those, like, I understand podcast is time to be better. Uh, the podcast with my uncle and me was it's time to be better. Good luck finding it. I took it down, but <laughs> I still had the rights to those pages on both Facebook and Instagram. So we stuck with them because time to be better is taken. So it's time to be better. Like reach out, shoot us a message. If you've got advice on how to help with the podcast, what would make it better? Please like Dallas. I did not think to ask our audience for that, but I'm super glad that you did. Yeah. Help me out. I want to be, I want this to be as good as it possibly can. And I've got very good research skills and learning, but I can only spend so much time watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> so, uh, last episode I talked about, like we had our lists and I'd mentioned identifying a pattern throughout your list that is going to be extremely crucial. Motorcycle. Hoping that I got the settings right and the background noise is cut out and you can't hear that, but I, I couldn't hear it, so I think it should be fine. Hopefully. Um, but the pattern that I was going to Okay. Excuse me. The pattern that I'm gonna show you how to identify is your why. And what? What? What are you woofing at? Huh? Oh, it is It is time to be fed, isn't it? Yeah, well, you're going to have to deal. Uh, so the pattern is your why. And what I mean by that is, why do you want what you want? What? Actually, I'm just going to go into the quote from Eric Thomas. You've got to ask yourself, what's your why? What motivates you? What pushes you? What drives you? And if that thing is internal, if nobody has to call you, if nobody has to pride you, if nobody has to reward you, if nobody has to give you anything, if you are self-motivated and self-regulated, you can have it, you can be it, you can do it. 
What your why is, is your motivation, your reason to get out of bed, the reason that you do everything. And yes, I am fully going to lead you all down a very big rabbit hole of self-discovery here. Figuring out your why is going to open more questions than it answers. Understand that. Like this is, how do I put this? So like, I said it in episode two and it did get cut out partially. Just like I said, I do apologize for the audio, but I understand why I function the way I function, what causes me to function the way that I function and why I do what I do. Like it, it took me years to get to that point. Like every time I thought I had it figured it out, another chapter would unlock another freaking part of it would unlock and it would change my reason. But this is also why goals are constantly adapting and changing thing. But your why, if you have a strong enough reason why to do something, you're going to do it. And a fun exercise that this, this is part of leading you down the rabbit hole. All right, Dallas, I want you off the top of your head. Give me one of your goals. One of like long-term doesn't goals? matter. Doesn't matter. One of your goals. Um, what do you want to do? Broad, like doesn't do? matter. I do. Yeah. What do you want to do? What do you want to be? What do you want to have? Um, we'll go have, I want to have a nice house on a lake away from people for the majority, like out in the country where I can have my own yard, my own field, have Why? my family. Why? That's a hard one. Um, why, what part of it? Why do I want a house? Why do you want that? Why do I want that? Mm -hmm. I, I honestly, thank you. I honestly don't know. You're, you're good. That's that is a you couldn't have done that better. So, <laughs> this is my point of figuring out your why is not easy, it's not an immediate answer. Like, I got a, or I had massage therapy last Friday. So was that four days ago, five days ago, something like that. Um, and I was talking to my massage therapist about this and she was like, I want to start working out and get in shape and do this stuff. And I was like, you, she's like, but I got this and I've got this and I've got this and back to John Taffer. I don't embrace excuses. I embrace solutions. Um, but when I, when she stopped giving me excuses and was like, I want to start working out, I was like, why? Well, because I want to be in shape. Why? Because I don't like my body, et cetera. Why? Keep asking yourself why. It is a rabbit hole that you're going to lead your, like, you're going to, it takes a minute. It does. But it's going to lead you to the actual reasoning behind what you want. So, for example, one of my goals, one of the things that I want to be, like, or have and do, actually, falls into all three categories. Like, I tore my rotator cuff in the Army. And, like, when I was in the Army, I was the strongest I have ever been in my life. I was the most physically fit that I've ever been in my life. And then I tore my rotator cuff and it absolutely fucked my workouts. 
in every single aspect. It hurt to run, it hurt to lift, it hurt to do everything. Um, but like, I want my strength back. Why? Life is significantly easier for me when like, hey, I'm going to pick up this 20 pounds and it's not a <laughs> and I fucking burst an ulcer in my stomach. But why do I want physical fitness back? Because I don't like feeling vulnerable. And that goes back to like I'm not comfortable sharing this at this point with all of you, but I'm sure we will get to that point at some point. But childhood trauma, we'll go that route. I don't like feeling vulnerable. And I want my strength back so that I know I can handle myself, so that I know I can defend myself. That is my motivation. Like, that is my why. That is my reasoning for wanting my strength back, wanting to be in shape. Like, why I've set my goals for yoga, physical therapy, working out. That is my motivation to do so. I don't want to be a baby back bitch. Basic, like, <laughs> simple as that. Diving into why you want what you want is a rabbit hole that is going to lead to a lot of self-discovery. Keep asking yourself why until you come to the actual answer. But understand, like I said, this is where I'm saying goal setting, goal, this whole process does take a minute. And when it came to back to, like I said, where I need to change the way you think, this is part of that. Yeah, I mean, it because it's a lot more than just saying hey, these are my goals. It's like understanding why they're your goals and everything that encompasses everything with your goals. Mm -hmm. yeah. Understanding exactly that. It's, that's what actually where I'm about to go into with this is, like I said, your why. That's, that's what we're talking about here is you're reasoning why you want what you want. But when you have a strong enough reason why you need to do something, you will do it. You don't, you won't. Simple as that. And that's where, like I said, keep asking yourself, like, like I said, well, we'll go my route. Why do I want a house on the lake? I want peace and quiet. Why? Because I have ADHD and I've had to mask myself like in public. I got to pretend to be somebody I'm not and interacting with people is mentally exhausting. I skipped like 16 whys in there, but that's why. I very much am happy being alone. I'm very much happy being by myself because I get to be myself. Understand, like, there's a handful of people, like, I'm very much a quantity over quality, or, yeah, I said that backwards. All the way around there. All, All the way, way around. around. Quality over quantity when it comes to friends. Like, there's a reason that Dallas is a part of my life. Like, he is me. I just have a better tan. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you have a better tan. Uh, see, this is what gets us canceled. Is I'm going to say a fucking joke like that, that I know you're going to find funny and some Karen out there is going to be like. <laughs> also, fun thing of the internet, Karen, you can't cancel me. Good luck with that. Anywho, uh, one of the biggest things, like, actually, I'm going to stop. Pause. Dallas, do you have anything to add on anything that I just said? No, no, I don't. Okay. So moving forward, one of the biggest helpers of figuring out 
why it is that I want what I want on my list, why I told you guys to spend a week adding to your list, write down everything that comes to mind to keep, like write as much down as you possibly can because it'll make this easier to identify. When it comes to figuring out your why, your reason for getting out of bed, what motivates you, what's going to drive you to keep moving forward when everybody tells you that you're dreaming, you're being unrealistic. Yes, yes, I am dreaming, but that's why I'm going to accomplish my dreams. This straight up came from my therapist, and we're going to refer to her. We're going to, I recently watched James Bond movies, but we're going to refer to her as R. So R gave me this exercise to do, and it's the Personal Values Card Sort by W.R. Miller, Sid DeBaca. E.B. Matthews, P.L. Wilborn. I'm assuming there's more to that. It's out of the University of Mexico from 2001. If you Google value card sort, value card sort, first link that pops up is going to load a PDF with the value cards. So this exercise is absolutely amazing. And there's a reason that it's step two in my goal setting process. When it comes to figuring out your why, what drives you, what motivates you. So what this is, is I think there's like 83 cards, give or take, of different values on them. And a few examples, uh, achievement, to have important accomplishments, beauty, to appreciate beauty around me, contribution, to make a lasting contribution in this world. Duty, to carry out my duties and obligations. Fun, play and have fun. Hope, to maintain a positive, optimistic outlook. Uh, loving, to give love to others. Like like I said, there's like 80 couple of these. Those are just a few examples. Um, now, a couple things I do want to point out with this is there is an online version. Fuck that. <laughs> do the online version. There's a reasoning behind that so when you physically hold something in your hand you're engaging more than one sense or more than one of your sensory inputs touch and sight if you pee on your paper or whatever and it stinks you could engage smell too i guess but uh where i'm going with this is you're engaging <laughs> multiple senses right when you do that, you're activating more of your brain. When you physically hold the value in your hand, you're going to look at it and you're going to feel it more. You're going to be engaging your subconscious mind. And the there's a couple steps to this process that, like, they have it set up and you can read their steps online. If you want to do it that way, that's fine. But I'm going to explain to you how I did it because I like my process better. So your initial one, like I said, print them off. You can't print them off. Grab a piece of paper and a pen, start writing them down. There's like, and if there's anything that's not included in those values that you want to write down, write those down and put them in too. But you're going to separate them into three categories of not important, important, and very important to me. The initial go through of your value cards three seconds that's all you get per card print them all out cut them all out 
shuffle them like a deck of cards, mix them together. Three seconds. That's all you get. One, two, three. Drop it in the category that you want. Not important, important, very important. Usually, and this is how, for your knowledge, how I did tests and like my high school grades were like once high school shifted to a weighted grade system and tests were important, like they took up 70% of your grade, I got C's throughout high school because I'd only show up for test days. Like my process for that is rely on your gut. Your initial instinct is usually what you should do. Three seconds per card, slap it into each category, whether it's important to you, very important to you, or not important to you at all. Your initial go through, that's what you get. Boom, slap, boom, slap, boom, slap, go. Now, once you do that, take your very important to me category. That's the one that you keep. The only one that you keep. Your other, your important to me and not important to me categories, set them aside. No longer matter. Now, you spent three seconds separating, doing what you wanted to do putting them into their categories. You're very important to me category. This is your second go through of these cards. Take time and think. Spent like, I had these laid out on a table and I'd just come and I'd look at them for two minutes and then I'd, yeah, I agree with this one being in this category. I agree with this one being in this category. So on and so forth. You do that until you end up with five-ish. Five's a good number to deal with. It's not too much, not too little. But you keep going through that process. Like I said, your initial sort is very quick. As fast as you can fucking flip them into the categories that they go into, flip them into the categories they go into. Don't think about it. From two to, I think it took me like seven iterations of going through everything before I got it down to five in my very important category. What? You'll be fed in a minute, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You're hungry and it's time to be fed and I know. Ouch! That's my face, buddy. Hi. I see you. Enough. Sit. Sit. Down. Stay. We're getting better, still being obnoxious, but <laughs> the, uh, yeah, like I said, getting it from after your initial one, because your initial one will let you know, like, these are important to me, separating what is very important to you. It does take some thought. It does take some decision. Uh, take a moment to go through that until you get down to about five. Dallas off of anything. Cause also, I'm going to put this out there for you. I meant to do this with him when we were down there, and I didn't because we did other things, like they Soul Calibur. Um, <laughs> yeah, when you got your butt kicked. Um, I'm pretty sure it was that. like a 45-55 when I left. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was more than that. Well, my you're app, biased but... because of Mortal Kombat, where I've got like a 13 to 17% win rate. Yeah. But, I guess that might be true. But, but anywho. Yeah, regardless, I will do that before our next episode. So everyone listening, 
look forward to hearing what my five values are and we'll go from there because i i as far as this goal setting stuff i'm in the same place as all of you guys on it like i haven't really done a whole lot as far as thinking about it doing this list and everything so i'm learning a lot of this as you guys are so yeah we're all in this together and like i said i take Back to my analogy of I tried to jumpstart him instead of charge him. This was an exercise that like I wanted to do. Like I borrowed, let's go this route. I borrowed the value cards from my therapist to bring down with me to him so that he could do this. We just, we did other things. There was other priorities. Understand that like life comes down to priorities. But was there any questions, anything you didn't understand with me explaining that? Um, no, honestly, no, it was pretty straightforward. Uh, granted, I've read through, um, kind of this stuff a little bit, but fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving on, you guys get extra homework this week versus just, <laughs> Hey, we're going to separate things into three. I expect by next week. Cause here's the thing. Like I had my mom, my printer ink is being super finicky and it's because I haven't printed anything in forever. Um, but I had my mom, I did lunch with her today. Her birthday was yesterday, but I had her print out value cards for me so that I could cut them up so that I could sort them again so that I could go through them again. Um, I'm doing this as well. Like I said, I've, I got to redo all of my stuff and refigure out my why and get, I've lost my motivation. I've lost my reasoning behind doing stuff to an extent like i'm still like 70 percent there but that 100 percent like hey we are done drinking dipping smoking we're meditating yoga and working out right out of the gate every single morning like getting back to that point why i partially why i'm rolling through the six seven month process of rock bottom to the best i've been in the last several years is this reason like I want to lead myself back there. But once you got it narrowed down to five-ish, I recommend five. Five is an easy number to deal with. That's why. Um, in your very important category, what you need to do next, what I will not need to do, but this is the next part of the exercise. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Understand that. Just trying to guide and teach. So grab a notebook. Write out your five values. And I've got a handful of questions for you to answer for each of them. First one. What does this value mean to me? So one of my values that I know is going to be in my top five back to, was it T-Mobile? Is it T-Mobile that had like my fave five that you could fucking have up on your phone? Or am I too old and am I making a reference you don't understand? Um, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know as far as phones. I don't know. It might have been. It was. Unless you're thinking of MySpace, you old bastard. Nope. Also, MySpace, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was coding. Like, to create your MySpace page, you were coding. 
of like, hey, how do I make my back page blue? How do I add this song? How do I <laughs> you're coding? MySpace hashtag better than Facebook. I'm just putting that out there. Um, sorry, Zuckerberg. I like Snapchat. I'll give you that. But you also bought that and didn't invent it. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Super, superhero movie. That's what it's in. It's got Drake Bell, which love his music, by the way. Like me and my buddy Trey have a Drake Bell's ever back in the U.S. performing. Him and I are going. I'd go to the Taylor Swift concert that was in Minnesota recently, but it literally sold out in two seconds and I couldn't get tickets. <laughs> I went to her last one. Hands down, the best concert I've ever been to. Anywho, we're getting off topic. We're getting sidetracked. We it's are. in superhero movie with Drake Bell. Great movie. Kind of like scary movie, but for superhero movies. Got Drake Bell. Watch it. Liam Neeson. Liam Nielsen. Nielsen. The guy from Naked Gun is in it as well. Funny ass movie. Anyway. Yes. Uh, what does this value mean to me is question number one. After that, for each of your values, there is a couple more questions. The first and the most important is what does this value mean to me? Next, for each one of those values, you're five-ish. In what ways are you succeeding in living out this value? In what ways are you succeeding in living out this value? Write that down. Next. I'm going to give you a hint. In what ways are you not living out this value as fully as you would like? Moving on to the next, I got to have a little side conversation with you. I want you to think about a behavior that you would like to change, that you would like to fix. We all have them. Mine, for example, is Dallas, you can probably tell this more than I can. Um, how the fuck do I phrase this? I want to say that assuming that I'm always right, and that's not like that's very much not like I don't always assume that I'm right. I always assume that the other person in the conversation knows more than I do, but I have a very hard time. And you guys can probably hear it back to this is probably where I sounded arrogant of like, hey, I know what I'm talking about. Here's what you need to do. And I interject and I overstep and I do more than I probably should. Like, that's a target behavior that I need to change, that I need to fix. Think of something like a behavior that you want to fix about yourself, that you want to change, that you want to be better on. And the next question I have with you or with you for you is how does your target behavior fit this value? How does the target behavior affect your ability to live out this value? And are there any conflicts or tensions with that? So conflicts and tensions for me, I want to help. I enjoy helping people. I do what I can to help people. And that causes me to overstep, overreach, and 
and do what I can to help. And it's not always the right option. It's not always the best option. All right, moving on. Yeah. Affect you. Next question. What would you need to do or change to more fully live out this value? What would you need to do or change to full or more fully live out this value? That's our final question. So for each of your values, each of your five-ish values, answer all of those questions. That is going to be a very, very good start in figuring out your why. And like I said, when it comes to goal setting, figuring out your why. Why do I want the Nissan Skyline from Too Fast, Too Furious? Well, quite frankly, because I'm an adrenaline junkie. I want to go fast. I want to, like... I very much from a young age have wanted that car and yeah, it comes from me at like nine-year-old me being like, I want that fucking skyline. I also want to correct. I do want the skyline from too fast, too furious, but from fast and furious that like sky blue skyline he had would be perfectly okay with me too. Um, <laughs> mind you, it had a Nissan GTR engine in it. They upgraded the suspension with like, he grabbed a bunch of cars and melded them together. But I don't know. I just, I love the looks of that car. I want one of those. But side, that's a whatever. Um, we're getting sidetracked again. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, just very quick summary. I'm going to rattle through this very, very quickly. Google value card sort, the first link that pops up. Then three seconds on your first time running through them, separating them from not important to me, important to me, very important to me. Get rid of anything that isn't very important to me. And then spend some time actually thinking about, all right, take your very important me category and separate it into those three until you're down to five-ish. After you're done with five-ish, what does this value mean to you? In what ways are you succeeding in living out this value? In what ways are you not living out this value? What is a target behavior? That was the side story side thing that fits in with this value. Target behavior you'd like to change. How does it affect your ability to live out this value? And are there any conflicts or tensions? What would you need to do to change? Or what would you need to do or change to fully live out this value? Those are your questions. That's your exercise. Trust me when I tell you, like, I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. I keep listening. I will help you through. Like I led you, I'm leading you down a rabbit hole. I fully acknowledge that. I fully accept full responsibility for that of asking yourself why and figuring out why you want what you want. This is where having your list as long as possible, you'll be able to identify like, why do I want X, Y, and Z? Um, like big reason for me, I want to be happy. What makes me happy? Doing risky ass things, making my heart beat, being an general, eh, adrenaline junkie. Why do I want that car? Because it's fucking sick as shit. 
yeah, it makes other people look like I can fully admit that makes other people look. And when I was younger, I owned like one of my first cars, actually not one of my first car was a 1994 Mustang that I rebuilt from the ground up. When I first got that car, it was so rusted out that you could see the rear tires through the trunk. And I rebuilt that bitch to function. I could buy that car back this second. I would hundred percent, but I got smoked in a drag race. I got smoked in a race <laughs> and that bugs me to this day. I don't like losing. I don't like failing hundred <laughs> percent, but I've always wanted a sick ass car. I've always wanted to be able to race. Like just something that like back to last episode, when I talked about the Ferrari program and going to their test track and they'll teach you how to race. That's just something that's always seemed fun that I've always wanted to do. There's a reasoning behind everything that you want, everything you want to do. And actually, I'm going to go further on that. The reason there's a reason why you don't go after everything that you want to do, that you're like, your reasoning isn't good enough. You don't have a strong enough why. Figure out why you want what you want. And when you get it, like your values narrowed down and. Well, actually, when you get your values narrowed down, it's going to very much kind of give you a picture of, oh, this is why I want these things. Like, I want peace. I want self-sufficiency. I want, like I said, I want excitement. I want happiness. And happiness for me comes from excitement. But, yeah. Sorry. Random side note. Sidetrack. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But It's all good. It all pertains. It's all... Good information. Yeah. So I'm going to do that for next week. I'm not going to include that in my goals for this week. Um, and with that, Dallas, do you have any questions about anything that I just said? No, honestly, it seemed pretty straightforward to me. Um, I wrote down all the questions and everything, so I will give it a shot. We'll see what it holds next week. Sounds good. All right. Then with that being said, I just mentioned my goals for last week. Moving on to our goals for this week. You what do you got? Me to go or you? All what right. You, you already asked. You got me. Um, so I'm going to stick true and no, this isn't me taking the easy way out. I just... I've liked these numbers. It's been a good, solid set for numbers. I'm going to stick true to, I'm sorry, same exact goals I said last week. But okay. I would, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point this out. My kitchen is clean, and it has been clean. Like, I set that as a goal, and I failed on it last episode, but then I cleaned my kitchen, and it has remained clean since I cleaned my kitchen. So sure. That's good. That's good. I just Glad wanted to, to point that out of like, I failed on it, but I fucking got it because I actually, I don't like fucking failing. I don't like losing. And I put it out there of like, Hey, this is what I'm going to fucking do. And I didn't do it. And I was like, Grah! so yoga four times, meditation, four times, physical therapy, four times. Plus everything that I asked you guys to do, I'm doing with you because like I said, I need to, I need to redo it. I need that extra, like, I've lost my why. I've lost my reasoning to keep pushing myself, to keep trying to become 
the best version of myself and reach my full and true potential. I need to redo my goals. I need to redo all of this. And yeah, it does help me figure out like, or remember my process, but I'm doing it all with you. So I do have 3.5 goals. The 0.5 is doing all of this with you guys. Oh. Uh, I do got to rewrite my list and I do got to go through, like I said, I have my mom print out the value card sort for me so that I could go through it again. Self-sufficiency will be one that is in my very important. I can guarantee that. But yoga four times, meditate four times, physical therapy four times. Those are my three for the week. Mr. Dallas, right. where are you at? Those are your threes. I'm going to hold true to my working out one. I'm not even going to put the get enough sleep one on mine this time. Two reasons. One, I'm going on vacation, so I'm going to give myself a little relax. I don't embrace excuses. I embrace solutions. I'm not making an excuse. I'm saying. How many times are you going to work out? I'm telling you now. How many work times out. are you going to work out, even though you're we're going on go, vacation? We're well, going to go four. Prediction for next week, ladies. I was on vacation. I will right. not use that excuse. I'm saying I'm going to work out four times. I'm going to work yeah, out Yeah, and I'm going to call you out. And if you don't work out four times, I'm saying that that's your excuse for why. Mm. Well, I went on vacation. I didn't work out. The hotel <laughs> only had a gym. I'm not staying in a hotel. The, <laughs> the hotel only had a gym. Um, So we'll go work out. I'm going to pick back up and do my Spanish. Every I'm going to say every day. Nope. I'm every calling day. it for you. Every day. Hey, buddy, we're almost done. I will feed you in a sec. I promise. I promise. I know. I know. I know. You were supposed to be fed a half hour ago and you're upset. Yes, I see you. That's my earbud. Everything. Where the fuck did my earbud go? You got my earbud in your mouth. <laughs> okay. Are you are you back yet? Oh my jeez. Ridiculous. He was supposed to be fed a half hour ago, and he's letting me know that he need. Ow. Yeah, he he's fed definitely letting me know. Hey, sit, sit down. No, sit. Down. Good boy. What's your third goal? (laughs) My third goal that I'm going to set here is I'm going to say I'll start off slower on this one. I want to meditate three times. All right. What days are you going to meditate? I have no idea. Why? Just usually knowing what you're going to do in advance makes you far more likely to do it. Oh, that's something I'll plan out. I got to there you go. That's drive all, I all the need. way there. Plan it drive out. Drive all the way there first. But Hey, also, I'm going to put this out there. Like, I fully understand that I'm not, I'm never going to leave my body while doing this. Understand that. But I have 100%, like, on my way into work in the mornings when the sun's coming up, I'm like, let's put on a meditation. Yes, I'm still driving, so my focus isn't fully on the meditation. But that was one way that, when I didn't feel like waking up at four o'clock in the morning every day and then working a 12, 14 hour day. It was one way that I kept meditating. 
so to speak. It's not the full, so, like you're not getting the full experience, the full effect that you get from it, but it is one yeah. way that like on your morning drive, instead of being like, let's listen to rage against the machines, like pop on a meditation video and just follow along with it. And I found that it very much, instead of me being like, God, I wish this was grand theft auto rules and I could toss a grenade in your backseat and get you the fuck <laughs> off the road, you dipshit made me a lot more calm in traffic yeah well two things i got to say about that one was i was on i think it was yesterday when i was driving to work like the 432 or whatever thing it was was still on my the spotify frequency? so when i yeah the frequency so when i plugged in my phone we have not year, talked about that yet on this i that know might we be a, just we'll talk about that next episode if you're all right with that I'll That's fucking drop into this. You guys want a foreshadowing cliff notes. Nikola Tesla was quoted saying, if you understood the magnificence of the numbers three, six, and nine, you unlock a key to the universe. Go. So the frequency four, three, two. Yeah. Fucking, I feel great when I listen to that. Like that changed my mentality amazingly. I just, yeah, I mean, I listened to it on the way to work and I mean, I, pretty positive like i felt i guess that positive optimistic even i guess like i felt good like more less stress yeah it's just more like good like yeah i'm me this is me we're good yeah that and the other thing i was gonna say is that i'll probably get called a weirdo for this one but sometimes people have listened to me you're good <laughs> when i take a shower i will turn on meditative music and just sit like literally sit in the shower dude and just kind of meditate dude i like people can call us weird for this but i do like my you don't believe me figure out who my ex is and contact her because she knows this all too well too like i there's something about the water of like you're in a shower like i got one of the showers that you also have a bathtub with it it's like yeah. not obviously but same my favorite thing to do, like I turn on the shower and then I lay down in the bathtub and then I put on a meditation. There's something about the, it's the water. I do believe is part of it. The It blocks out everything else. You're just relaxed. It, it's you're comfortable. Sounds, got, it's the yeah. feeling on your skin. I. It's the warmth. I don't know. It's I'm, all of it. I don't know how to put it into words, but yeah, meditating in the shower, 100% behind that, 100% have done that multiple times. I'd actually say I only meditated one time outside of the shower the last week. <laughs> that's yeah. not a lie. That's actually, that is truth. Yeah, there's, I don't know. There's something about it. There's something about the, like, I don't know. Like I said, I have no idea how to explain it. But yes, if you get the opportunity to put on a meditation, lay down in the shower, like get that water temp right, lay down in the shower. I like to, if I'm feeling real frisky, plug the drain and then let it kind of fill up into a bath. But yeah, you put on, like I set it up on the ledge of the bathtub and just put on a meditation as the shower's running, as I'm sitting in there. And there's just something about the calm the peace the water the sound blocking the you feel comfortable you feel safe you feel i don't know something about yeah. that like 
Yeah, people can call have... you weird for that, but I am a hundred percent behind that. Hundred yeah. percent. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I very I much mean, like no, wanted to point I out mean, that it's not just you. I'm glad you said that because I it's something I've done for a while now, and I felt kind of weird about it. But if anyone else is out there, let me know because. It's something I, I, I don't know. I like it. I do it a lot. We might. Honestly. I don't know. I'm kind of half tempted next episode to go into like. Let's break people's minds as far as what is. What to believe, what's out there, what I believe. But I also <laughs> don't need my therapist listening to that and being like, hey, so welcome to therapy. Here's your straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. Anywho, that, uh, we've been like, I think that's a pretty good episode as it's I think the, so. like, is there anything you want to add? Anything else you want to put out there? Anything else you want to say? Honestly, no. The only other thing I would say is just, you know, one more time, anything, any suggestions, anything you guys want to hear, um, anything you guys want to tell us, you know, reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Are we on? We are on Facebook, right? We're on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Reach at, out to like us. Like I said, no. it's at it's time to be better, not just time to be better. Time to be better is a different page. It's the same, like the picture that you see on. Actually, I should probably change this on Facebook, but Instagram, it's the same picture as our podcast album. Facebook, it's a picture of a lady with a phrase. My uncle picked that one. I got it. I'll change. make it to make it to the podcast thing but yeah reach out to it like anything you can do that can help us like i said we're my goal is to build an online community of like-minded individuals that want to change the world that want to help everybody be better and the only way we can do that is if we actually create a community like yeah it's great if you all listen but i've only got like i'm very knowledgeable with what helped me but you may have different approaches of what helped you. And on top of that, back to, I've watched a fuckload of videos on how to do the soundboard and how to do, like, I can't figure this shit out. I'm too old. <laughs> Apparently 31 is the cutoff of like how you understand technology to be able to pick it up instantly. I can't figure it out. If you got suggestions or tips on how to do that, let me know, please. It'll help me a lot. I've been so Anything at all. flipping frustrated with this. I got the sound in there. I've got like, hey, I can get my headphones into... Uh, Zoom and I can record Dallas from Zoom through this audio and I've got all the audio clips in there. I just can't get the audio clips to play into Zoom. I don't know why. Sorry. Okay. I'm off of that. I'm just, that's, it's been, I've been, this was something Dallas knows that like, I'm very much a man of my word. When I say that I am going to do something, I am going to do it. And I said that for episode two, I'd have this shit set up and it's not fucking set up because I can't figure out how to get it to work. Sorry. Anyway, yes. Check us out. Reach out to us with any comments, concerns, questions. If you got a story that you want us to share, you can remain anonymous. I'll come up with a sick ass screen name, or you can too, being like, "Yo, it's is Bubble Butt 2000 Canadian." That was terrible, Alex. That was, that was absolutely. Horrific. I've had the same username for literally everything my entire life, so <laughs> I'm sorry that I can't come up with a new one out of the blue. But hey, if you want to be Bubble Butt 2000 Canadian, like shoot us a story and I will 
you can 100% have that name. You can be our first person to share stories oh. anonymously and hashtag claim, like, you can have the TM to that. You can have the copyright <laughs> to Bubble Butt 2000 Canadian. Oh, gosh. Okay, yeah. I wish I could think of any of the, like, playing Xbox every now and again, we come across gamer tags that I make me laugh. And I'm like, yeah, good job, buddy. Yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Also, I'm going to challenge you real quick. Like, yeah, I understand this isn't normally a part of gamer tag. Go, Dallas. Come up with a sick ass name, gamer tag. Go. Oh, yeah. Okay, you got me. I, nope. I didn't try. Uh, no, I didn't. No, nope. that, that's not nice. Come up with one off the top of your head. List one off. Go. Um, geez, I got nothing. First words that come to your mouth. Come on, gamer tag. Splendid puffer fish. There you go. That's Splendid like a, puffer that's like a, fish. That's, that's like a typical. <laughs> like I said, it's hard to think of them <laughs> off the top of my head. Anyway, thank uh, you all for tuning in. Like, I, yeah, I do want to thank you all for tuning in. Remember that you are not alone. I got you. And I'll catch you on the flippity flop. See you guys. <laughs> you can cut that out. Lame. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, but <laughs> lame. <laughs> Later, y'all.